Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and sometimes, accidentally, in spite of myself, something funny or interesting happens. This is Previously Live. You know how long it's been since I've covered one of these bullshit videos? Look at this. The rise of the modern emasculated man. Look at that. Ah, they've got a they've got a guy with glasses and a big mouth. So you know he's like a cuck or something. You know? He's like a he's a he's a new male twink. This guy's a twink, apparently. That's oh, listen. You know how I know you don't know what the fuck twink means? When you're calling somebody who looks like this a twink. That's a, that's a good indication right there. Alright. So what does Black Pigeon Speaks do? Black Pigeon Speaks' job is to convince the uh, losers who watch his channel that society is about to collapse and the only way to save it is by having more white people. That's essentially it. It's, uh, it's all about taking the doomer pill. Uh, everything, everything's falling apart. America, Canada, everything's falling apart. The economy is dying. Everything is dying. The black people hate you. The Jews hate you. I don't think he actually is outright open with the JQ. I don't actually think he's open about it, but uh, here, let's let's go for it. This got, this got more views than the other videos uh, in, in recent history on his channel. Let's do it. Rise of the Modern Emasculated Man. I've been here. By the way, Tokyo, great city. Really enjoyed it. Food's really cheap there, but really, really good. You can get like a full, uh, full lunch for like 12 bucks. And I don't mean like one item. I mean like a spread, you know, like the kind of lunch you don't need a dinner after for. Tokyo, the city I am based in does not have <laughs> one central business district or a city center of sorts. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Uh, there's nothing wrong whatsoever with uh, white people uh, living in Japan. There's nothing at all. It just, it maps pretty strongly onto the like, uh, uh, the white women have been corrupted by feminism and the submissive Asian waifu, you know? It, it maps pretty hard onto it. Being the largest, or at least one of the largest metro areas in the world, depending on how you count it. True. Well, the city is massive, and a ubiquitous part of Japanese urbanism is the many red light districts that dot the cities of Japan. Also true. And that have been, for centuries, an integral part of the overall society. But things are changing. Men and women are changing, okay. as is their relationship between the genders. Okay. But in Japan, like much of the Western world, it's seeing not only the continued denigration, deconstruction, and dismissal of all things masculine, but- Right off the bat, here we go. The denigra- here, what, what was it again? In Japan, like much of the Western world, it's seeing not only the continued It's He's not saying Japan's Western, he's saying like the Western world. Denigration, deconstruction, and dismissal. The denigration, deconstruction, and dismissal of all things masculine. Okay. Um, they like to harp on about this. Uh, I think that, and there is an argument to be made here. Dude, if you go online and see, like, who the, the, the new hotness is, if you watch, like, The Bachelor or some other hyper-normie shit, you will find that, like, the standard attractive male archetype is still very much like some seven-foot-tall rippling Chad. What's really funny 
is that incel or incel panderers like this guy will simultaneously say masculine masculinity is being demonized, but they'll also say that chads are stealing all the women, which is a really interesting dichotomy because at the same time you're saying society is no longer valuing masculinity, but you're also arguing that the hyper-masculine are so more sexually capable than the rest of the population that they're able to suck up all the pussy themselves. Like, these are two completely incompatible positions. Unless you think that Chad is, like, marginalized in society, but only manages to get girls for their confidence. Like, you'd have to do some really weird fucking, you know, brain circles to do that. Of all things masculine, but many young men are simply opting out of society. And there are many reasons for this. True. But one of the most overlooked and potentially clear explanations for this phenomenon and the ever-increasing feminization in men the world over, well, in a world... The feminization of men the world over. Again, they're like, really... Again, this is a really, really common talking point. I don't understand where it comes... The feminization of men. So what's actually ha happening is that we have a wider range of identities that we can choose from to be socially accepted, which is a good thing. Uh, I like freedom. I care about freedom. I'm a very much a, a freedom-loving boy, you know? And I would like it, this is my dream, you know, I would like it if people who are dudes, who are all kings, by the way, uh, could be seen as attractive and viable, whether they're tall or short, whether they're muscular or skinny or, 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 or fat or whatever, uh, 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 whether they're more feminine or masculine, and that we can just, you know, so, sort of respect these people how you are, and yeah, that's, it's that simple. Now, of course, he's not just saying that men have grown more feminine, like, just because. This always ties into, like, the feminist JQ plot, uh... Because they would never argue, by the way, that black men are growing more feminine. Even though in the, uh, in the Western world, uh, black people and black men are experiencing the same developing range of available uh, social and uh, cultural roles to fill, they'll make this argument for how white people are being feminized. Because they all... They, they, the inside of the conservative brain is just that one... Uh, a uh, 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 cuck interracial book we saw that one time where all the white men have been sissified and all the white women are used as breeding stocks for a super race of ultra black chads. That's the inside of the conservative brain. Some of them love it, some of them hate it, uh, some of them make porn about it and clog up every single fucking drawn and uh, written porn site with interracial cuckoldry uh, non-stop and then go on Twitter and say the n-word word testosterone or lack there of it the fuck is this oh oh shit dropping the beats over here a big thanks to raid shadow legends no way really video, and it's a pretty cool <laughs> no way you're kidding me no way for this guy okay <laughs> All right, well, we've all seen Raid Shadow Legends, so I'm just gonna... One minute later. One minute, 20 seconds later. Have you grown weary of fighting against cultural degeneracy and degradation against the West? Join Raid Shadow Legends to fight 18 evil bosses in their attempt to steal the keystone from the vault. I, I don't know. This is... Uh, okay. Much appreciated, and let's get started. No worries. Oh. 
Okay. I... Nowhere is the gender imbalance worse than that which can be found in Japan and specifically in its adult movie industry. Is that true? Nowhere can the gender imbalance be found more significantly than the Japanese adult movie in nowhere else. Not like Saudi Arabia or I don't wait. What do we mean? Like the difference? I, I don't know what that means. Was there any relevance to putting the model on screen? I don't know. Balance, in fact, is so bad that an article published a few years ago tallied the total number of male performers in the country at around 70. Seven zero. What? In contrast to the approximately ten thousand female performers. Wait. So there are more female porn stars than male porn stars. Is that is that representative? Is that representative of like a problem for men? I, are you saying we we need affirmative action for men in the in the porn industry? I I, I don't know. Are you saying we need more gay porn in Japan? Because I'd be willing to bet the reason for that is in large part because of the tentacle shit uh, and, and masturbating. And actually, the main reason for that, I think, is because um, I'd imagine that guys who are insecure in their masculinity are less willing to jerk off to porn if it has another guy in it. You know what I mean? That's probably a pretty common trend, right? Because if you're because if you're like super insecure and like, eh, you know, you want to see like lesbian porn because it's more non-threatening. You want to see like a girl masturbate or you want to put a stock video of an attractive model standing there in a bikini while making suggestive facial expressions at the camera. Um, but you probably wouldn't want to see a bunch of gigantic ripped uh, uh, Chad Duders uh, just tearing the pussy up with their fat monster cocks, right? In fact, it's gotten so bad that the 85-year-old Shigeo Tokuda, who okay. is the undisputed, as per his entrance into the Guinness Book of World Records, he is the undisputed world's oldest adult video performer. Cool. And his colleague, the male performer that goes by the stage name Shimiken, well, he is the busiest male actor in Japan, and he previously tweeted a couple of years ago a cry for help, as it were, in August 2014, okay. when he wrote that in this industry, the number of male performers in Japan is less than that of Bengal tigers. And with... I, this is interesting. I don't know how this contributes to the civilizational decline narrative. I mean, I'm inter. I'm. I'm. This is like a little mini documentary or something. You know what he's saying? He's saying if you go to if you go to Japan, you've got a shot. You know, the uh, clearly male porn stars are are in high in demand in Japan. If you guys, uh, uh you know, my Dudorinos in chat right now, if you're feeling a uh, feeling a little little feisty, you can go over there and maybe get a easy career ticket. Yeah, this is like a job fair. Imagine watching this video in like high school. You know, like what job do you want to get? <laughs> 4,000 new movies coming out every month. I don't know the what this has to do with the narrative he's trying to establish. Isn't enough. And mirroring the Japan adult movie industry, not only in Japan are younger people having less and less sex, but this phenomenon is also being registered in Western nations as well. Yeah, this has been a pretty well-known thing for a while now. I feel like he mentions this every video I've seen from him. In a popular cover story in the December 2018 issue of The Atlantic magazine titled The Sex Recession, 
This article used data and argued that young people are launching their sex lives not only later, but are having less sex frequently than members of previous generations. I, I agree this is a thing and this is a problem. Oh, could you turn that line off? I'm worried about the power director. Um, I agree that's a thing and that's a problem. I'm not denying that. I don't know what that has to do with the porn star thing though. Uh, why is it a problem? Well, I'll talk about that soon because I feel like this is a, a probably the underlying point that's being made here. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what this has to do with the porn star thing at all. Thus, what we are in the midst of currently is an epidemic. Oh, we, ah, and we're, we're talking about the epidemic of male sexlessness and we get like an SJW looking type. Let's do it. Of sorts, a lack of virility that is reshaping every aspect of our society. Wait. Lack of virility? That's a very interesting claim. How do you know the fact how do you know that people are having less sex because they're less virile? That's a very wait, that's a very interesting jump from correlation to causation. There are reasons why uh people are having less sex, and it has a lot to do with um higher rates of suicidality, which you also talk about in your videos. It's pretty simple. It's capitalism. Capitalism is in decline. People are having a harder and harder time finding work. The work they're actually doing is uh, is taking up a greater degree of their time. Uh, 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 people are getting more and more alienated from the communities they grew up in. People have less and less friends. But all of these are a product of economic realities. They got worse after the 2008 financial crisis. They they worsened. So, but but this isn't like a... Like, Japan has this really bad, too, because they have an incredibly toxic work culture where you're expected to stay in the office well past everyone, you know, probably should be going home. And uh, the relationship between men and women in Japan is so weird because they're very segmented in so many ways that they don't, like, find each other and they don't develop friendships with each other. Yeah. But a lot of these are, A, issues with capitalism and, B, issues with the patriarchy. A lot of the separation between men and women only ends up hurting them more. It's been demonstrated that more progressive people uh, tend to be better about finding sex than less progressive people. So it's not that more feminine, because I imagine that he would associate femininity with, with being progressive. Uh, so it's, there's not an association with being like more of a cucked SJW and having less sex. That's not the association here. The association here is 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 capitalism, and you could argue it's civilizational decline, but it has nothing to do with like immigration and feminism. You know, he hasn't outright said those are the things that are influencing it, and I could be wrong at what conclusions this video will draw. But having watched Black Pigeon Speaks videos in the past, I'm pretty confident that's the direction that we're at least hinting. That's not only seeing birth rates plummet, but family formation, living arrangements, and even the relationship between the genders being redefined. Wait, redefined or plummeting? Of course the relationship between the genders are being changed, obviously. We're living through third wave feminism. But when it comes to the birth rates plummeting, that's fine. That happens in every developed country. Eventually the birth rates go down. It's just how the system seems to work. Whose birth rates are you concerned with exactly? And this is having a profound impact on our culture and our civilization. What is? And that which we will bequeath the coming ever-shrinking generations of our posterity. Whatever shrinking generations. There are more white people. See, again, our posterity. He's talking about white people here. He just hasn't said it. There are more white people alive today than there are than there have been in all of human history. 
that it is not an ever-shrinking group of people. Also, I don't know about you. My posterity is whoever, fuck, whatever kids I have, okay? Your posterity is not all white people, all right? You're in Japan right now, dude. You're literally a foreigner uh, invading their land and taking, uh, robbing them of their culture, okay? You, you can't make this argument about cultural decline for white people when you fucked off to Japan, okay? You, you can't, it's really weird. While there has been push in both the West and in Japan for men to drop out of the mating game altogether, yeah, very relevant there are movement. divergent reasons given by men checking out of society. In the West, with the MGTOW movement that rightly sees a hostile society and legal system that doesn't take men's issues into account and can severely penalize men who find themselves in failed relationships, and these penalties and Notice again how vaguely he's speaking. He won't actually commit to any specific policy positions. He won't actually uh, commit to any specific issues. He didn't even say white people earlier when we all know that's what he was referring to. Uh, his vagueness is, again, a, a deliberate strategy. Because obviously to be specific here is to point out how stupid his argument is. Because uh, he hasn't even really made an argument, you know? Uh, so imagine how bad it would be if he was making an effort to elucidate it. But also, because he's just trying to evoke a particular emotional response in his audience, you know? Uh, everything's in decline. Your, your, the, your people are being bred out. Uh, the society doesn't take men seriously. There are legitimate men's rights issues, like issues concerning men. Most of them are fought for uh, by feminists. Did you know there was an equal rights bill um, that would have made men and women legally equal in the eyes of the law that was uh, attempted to be passed decades ago. It was supported by feminists. It was shot down by anti-feminists and conservatives. They didn't like the idea of women being treated the same as men. Like, feminism has always been on the front lines of trying to redress these issues. Why are family courts biased against men? Because uh, uh, sexism kind of suggests that um, women are inherently better child rearers. Why is alimony tend to be biased against men? Well, because historically alimony was set up to um, benefit women who had no income source while they were expected to be the uh, house care providers. All of these issues come back, like it's blowback for the systems that uh, were initially set up to disadvantage women. But this isn't like a MGTOW issue. Sanctions can last a lifetime for even a brief liaison with the wrong woman. Yeah, see the false rape accusation, the incredibly rare thing. Yeah, and the unfair system where if even a brief liaison can lead to you being in jail. It's fear-mongering. It's just plain and simple fear-mongering. Um, false rape accusations happen at about the same rate as false accusations for other crimes. It's not a specific issue. Men live in fucking terror of false rape accusations, though. Which is funny, because women tend to live in terror of actual rape, which happens to them, like, a hundred times as often. And thus many MGTOW don't see any point in entering or entering into a new relationship in this trap set for them. What a lot. This trap set for... Okay, dude. ...in society. In contrast, in Japan, what society has witnessed is the rise of a new class of young men defined as herbivore men or grass-eater men. And it's a term used in that country to describe men that have no interest in getting married or of finding a girlfriend. The term herbivore okay. men is also a term used to describe young men who have lost their, quote, manliness. Closed. Like hikikomoris? Like neats? Well, yeah, okay. Quote, because many of them also have very little interest in sex. 
And put simply, in Japanese society, it is the perceived loss of manliness or masculinity that defines the herbivore man. Well, that's the thing right there, isn't it? Perceived loss of, ma loss of masculinity. The reason these guys are checking out isn't because they have a lower fucking testosterone level. It's not because every time they go outside, they're lambasted and shamed for being men. The reason these guys are checking out is because there are a lot of fucking problems with Japanese culture. And with American culture. I mean, it's all over. But Japan has it really, really bad between corporate culture and people not being encouraged to socialize properly. There are a lot of issues with the way Japan, uh, like, brings its kids up, uh, the, the way that, like, parents teach their kids how to interact with other people, the way corporate culture plays out. But this isn't, like, some seething indictment of a drop in testosterone, you know? You just said they have no interest in sex, but you just defended the le like the legitimacy of the MGTOW movement, who are essentially arguing the exact same thing. I'm sure if these like uh, herbivore guys, you know, uh, walked into their room one day and they just saw a gigantic uh, uh, steaming pussy on their uh, on their bedspread, you know, I'm sure they would go for it. It's not the sex itself that's the issue. It's all the sort of surrounding social and cultural issues that uh, uh, you know that disencourage them from engaging in that behavior. Back in the West, while it's not hard at all to see the lack of traditional masculinity in much of the mainstream media, as well as Vice, BuzzFeed, and Huffington Post, I love this. It's not hard to see that people are growing more feminine, just vaguely throwing up. Uh, you think he would use Kotaku if he hadn't already used a Kotaku article in this video? that has come to define masculinity as toxic. It was probably best example. This is another issue with reading comprehension. The term toxic masculinity doesn't mean masculinity is toxic. What toxic masculinity means is there are elements of what we expect men to do that are bad for men. That is what toxic masculinity means. Yeah, go for it. Um, that is, that is what that means. This video is literally full of examples of how harmful toxic masculinity can be. When he's talking about like the MGTOW movement or he's talking about the herbivore men, he's talking about examples of people who have been wounded because there was a disconnect between how they believe they should act as men and how society believes they should act as men. Like, I can't, I, I've been hearing the same argument for six years. I can't believe there are still people who are like, they say all masculinity is toxic. Like, motherfucker, you know what they're saying. You know what the fucking term means. You're just fear-mongering. Amplified a couple of years ago by the BuzzFeed guys, who in an experiment on male attractiveness... I know, I remember this one. H-Bomber guy did a video responding to this. ...competed to see who was the hottest of the four oh, wait, is this males not the same that one? had testosterone levels tested. But like BuzzFeed's readership or Vox's readership. And they see get their very low testosterone. Vice's readership, etc. Their results were pretty much what you would have expected them to be. To put it into perspective. Nope, nope, it's the same. Yep, it's the same one. Nope, never mind. Yeah, H. Brommer guy did a video on this. Uh, the, uh, um, the Daily Telegraph. Uh, yeah, th from 2017. Uh, yeah, no, uh, this is obviously uh, not valid. Yeah, their sperm count was exceedingly high, the four guys who were tested, and also uh, uh, testosterone levels can vary fucking massively wildly. Uh, what this essentially is, is people who don't understand how to medically interpret, like, uh, test results, using that to, uh, as an extrapolation 
uh, for their broader narrative about how men are declining. Uh, but it's a very stupid narrative. Imagine believing civilization is falling and you're supporting your argument because four guys had from one test lower than average testosterone levels. And you're like, this proves the cultural elite of our country. This proves it. They have nothing. They're weak, new male soy boy. It's very dumb. You know what was also historically considered a masculine characteristic? Intelligence. Black Pigeon speaks. So uh, you are, by that standard... Uh, uh, quite the uh, uh, soy boy new male beta cuck uh, in, in, in this video's production. Not one, not a single BuzzFeed beta male met the T-score average. Rather, all of the men tested below the level of a typical 85-year-old man. This is literally the exact same fucking argument that I think was made by a Paul Joseph Watson video three years ago. Just ripping it wholesale. Can you do that? Can you guys sue each other for just stealing each other's like content like that? After it's been like debunked too. Eesh. Moreover, three of the four men tested below the average range, and the male that had the highest testosterone level still had a relatively very low T score. And what's important and must be noted, and has been noted by Elite Men's Guide. Quote, testosterone... Elite, wait, what was that? Elite Men's Guide? What? Noted, and has been noted by Elite Men's Guide. Qu elite Men's Guide. Ah, I, okay. What, what does Elite Men's Guide have to say? What is their medical opinion on the results of the testosterone tests for four guys? Just, ra just random guys. Quote, testosterone is what makes a man a man. Close oh. Quote. Well, there you go. Now we've, na there we go. Now we know what the elite male's guide has to say on masculinity. We, now we've learned. The hormone indicates muscle mass, body frame, sex drive. Are you saying that gender is a spectrum? I love it when, when conservatives do this because when they do it, they're arguing uh, A, for trans validity and B, for uh, 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 gender to be a spectrum. Because there are a fuckload of uh, trans women who have super high... So wait, this is actually a great argument. Because uh, trans men, I mean, they take tests. Trans women take estrogen. Uh, alongside other stuff sometimes. And um, uh, they can sometimes have highly elevated levels above cisgender people of their, you know, identified gender. Which is really, really funny. Because then they would say, oh, well, that's not your natural testosterone level. What the fuck is a natural testosterone level? If I spent a month eating meat, it would end up having a positive effect on my testosterone level, as opposed to just like eating vegetables. What's a natural level? Is, is the natural testosterone level like after I haven't eaten anything for a week? How much, is, how much exercise is the actual natural level of testosterone? The more you exercise, the higher testosterone gets because you activate, I don't know, the fucking... Uh, hormonal glands that are used to produce uh, the signals that you get to get more muscles. Like what? So the the argument here is a that gender is indeed a spectrum, and b that transgender people are valid, though it's a true scummy perspective because uh, uh, unfortunately you have to be on um, test or HRT for it to be uh, applicable in this case. But hey, that's something. Aggression and the amount of hair on your chest. These BuzzFeed quote men closed quote were not toxic in their masculinity. What? They were simply anemic. And what? this is part not what of an alarming means. trend and has given rise to what are now the new slang terms to describe these kind of men. New males. 
Imagine making this video in 2020 and not 2016. Ah, uh, yes, the rise of the term new male from four guys who... Notice how every single argument he's making is a complete non sequitur, by the way. He went from saying that uh, there aren't enough male porn stars in Japan to saying that a lot of men are alienated and withdrawing from society, which is true, to saying that there are four guys one time who took a, who took a test and that means that new male is a term? What the fuck are we talking about? I haven't heard somebody use new male, like, online in a really long time. This video came out a month ago. Imagine being this late on the discourse. July 11th. So about a month and a half ago. Like, it's, yeah, like, it's, <laughs> you know? Imagine making a video like, this is why we call people cucks. Because one guy wrote an article for Kotaku, and then he got cheated on. This is the rise of the cuck with a bunch of dramatic images of like a guy's face, you know, moving by. It's just really dumb. Beta males. Beta! Soy boys. Soy boys. And could this phenomenon, the twinkification, if you will, of the modern man, have more serious repercussions? Well, in a recent article in Forbes, when talking about the precipitous drop in testosterone, the author Neil... What drop? I notice he hasn't actually described what the drop is. How had this to say? Studies show that men's testosterone say? levels have been declining for decades, mm -hmm. and it's Why? revealing a substantial drop in U.S. men's testosterone levels since the 1980s, Why? with average levels declining by about 1% per year. And at the same time, multiple European studies have found that sperm counts are sinking and that the musculoskeletal strength among young men is in free fall. Why though? There are many theories as to why this is the case. There's many theories, I'm sure. There's an answer though. There is an answer to this. By the way, he hasn't really demonstrated that there's actually like a link between positive outcomes and how high your testosterone is. Apparently you can be like a successful internet commentator slash article reviewer dude and have super low test. Those guys probably make like decent money. So I like I I like I have no idea. It's just it's 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 weird. Um, he didn't establish that the uh, men who are withdrawing from society are doing so because of their low testosterone. He didn't establish. By the way, if he did that, he would be calling the entire MGTOWN movement low T, which he didn't say directly, probably to specifically avoid calling them out in that respect. Um, and uh, now he's making the argument that like the the there are less. There's less tea, and that's why this is all happening. Um, but we'll see where he goes with this. Environmental, physical, with such things as obesity and even the social transformation of gender roles. Whatever the case, you're not the man your father was. Even if I was exactly the same testosterone level as my father, I still wouldn't be the same. What a weird, like, bootlicky thing. That, like, you're not the same as your daddy. Okay. Cool. Cool. I don't, I mean, I like my dad, don't get me wrong. I'm cool being my own dude, though. Um, here's the real answer. Guys, are you ready for the real answer for why, um, uh, for why test levels are dropping? You ready for it? Okay. It's three really, really big correlative reasons. They all sort of wind together. Pollution. Changes in our food. Changes in the work that we do. That simple.
Pollution, the chemicals that are put into the air and into the water, have had an undeniable impact on our chemical makeup. You can look up studies on that if you would like to. The food that we eat, likewise. Additionally, obesity can have consequences uh, uh, with regards to your testosterone makeup. That's, there are also plenty of studies on that. And third and finally, uh, now that we live in a service economy, there are fewer and fewer people who work, firstly, out in the fields, and secondly, like, out in factory jobs. Uh, more and more people live sedentary lifestyles sitting in front of the computer for hours every single day to talk about Black Pigeon Speaks videos. And these factors altogether have negative impacts on your testosterone. If all you were eating was fucking jerky meat that you hunted from deer while running around the plains, you got plenty of sun and exercise, and the only time you ever fucking laid down was to sleep, uh, then you would probably be significantly higher tea. Uh, I don't really... Uh, so, by the way... That would mean that all the Chad men in the 1950s that BPS uh, is jerking himself off thinking over would be significantly more feminine than the true alpha males of the, uh, of the warrior diet hunter-gatherer Chads uh, who once roamed the plains of the world. That would actually be, those are like the ultimate men. So if he got it back to 1950s levels, would he be like, well, you're not the man, you're great, 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 so on and so on. Father used to be because he was running around, you know, doing, I don't know, hunter-gatherer stuff. Clearly. As previously stated, this transformation of men is having significant effects on not only gender relations. You haven't determined that causation at all. All you've indicated is that gender relations are changing and that T levels are dropping, but you haven't actually secured a connection between those two things but upon society itself. In a very interesting hypothesis put forward by the author Roy Barzilai, who I have spoken with about this subject in his book, The Testosterone Hypothesis, How Hormones Regulate the Life Cycle of Civilizations. That sounds like an extremely scientific perspective. This sounds like the uh, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men thing. You know, just like a, a conjecture. What is the How hormones regulate the life cycles of civilization? We weren't even doing testosterone tests earlier than like a few decades ago. Yeah, Ro Rome collapsed over the course of like a thousand years because of all the low testosterone. Let me look this guy up. Roy Barzilai. Didn't he say that Black Pigeon Speaks had spoken with him? That would kind of indicate this guy's a crank. Roy. I can't type. Okay, here we go. Roy, Barz Roy Barzilai. The, uh, the testosterone hypothesis. Testosterone and civilization. Testosterone civ. Yeah, okay, here we go. Low T mania. Uh, hold on. About the author. Can we get, like, a Wikipedia? Is that possible? That is not him. About Roy Barzilai. An independent scholar who studied both Ayn Rand's philosophy of objectivism and Rivka Schechter's philosophy of language rooted in the Hebrew Bible, the synthesis of Rand's Aristotelian philosophy and the biblical creed of ethical monotheism 
provides profound insights into the ideas that shaped the Western mind. By exploring the intellectual history of Western civilization, Roy seeks to reach a greater understanding of the human mind. Yeah, this this guy sounds like a, a little bit of a fucking crank uh, to me personally. What is an independent scholar? So I assume that means no research, no backing up, no, no fucking... <laughs> oh, God. Medium. Sex wars. The fall of Western dominance. Yeah, this, this also plays into the genre. I'm just going to guess of a deeply, uh, either himself a deeply insecure or somebody who appeals to uh, deeply insecure men uh, who are looking to tie their feelings of emasculation to a broader narrative of cultural decline so they can be justified in being fascists. Um, that's essentially it. That's actually how a lot of fascists uh, do their shit. They have to tie it back to some sort of um, essentialist perspective on the relationship between man and their environment. So all the guys who aren't getting enough sex are like, <sighs> of course it's the fucking Jews. And then they go out there and vote Trump and, I don't know, seek Heil while driving around the back of pickup trucks. All right. In this book, he outlines how testosterone plays in the aging, motivation, and the influence of all manner of behavior. Okay. The book notes, as I have touched upon, the dwindling presence of testosterone in current Western civilization, and I would add Japanese as well. And this explains the negative repercussions of a society's cultural elimination of testosterone-driven attributes. Civilizations okay. are adapting living systems created by its members and are influenced by changes in them Okay. Time. Or put simply, the forces that drive the life cycles of human cultures and that form the engine of history, what the book argues is our hormones, well, these are the impetus for our history and more importantly, for our future. Yeah, so again, declining testosterone rates are causing the death of Western civilization. Yes, yes. Um... This is all this is all conjecture. Uh, it's actually pretty extraordinary how confident these people are in putting their insane bullshit out there with absolutely no. He hasn't like justified a causal link between any of these ideas. How does anyone watch this guy? He's so boring. His viewership has declined um, uh, pretty significantly over time, I think. But yeah, like this is for doomers. This is again, this is for like super insecure dudes who are supposed to watch this and think like, oh, that's why everything's fucked up and why I can't get a girl. You know, that's what it's for. Just for the casual observer, one look around and it's not hard to see that our civilization is descending into a pathological state of confusion, degradation, and directionlessness. I mean, sure, but why? You can't just look around and say things are bad and also testosterone levels are going down. Therefore, you know, you could do a lot of correlative shit. Did you know that uh, uh, there has been a precipitous decline in the number of sales of the Nintendo GameCube over the past 15 years? Did you guys know that? The number of Nintendo GameCubes that have been bought and sold on the open market has only gone down each year. And I can't help but notice that society has also gotten quite a bit worse uh, over, the, over the course of that period of time. Um, which means fewer people are playing Super Mario Sunshine. 
And that's the only game I can remember from the GameCube. It's eating itself from the inside out. Evocative emotional We've language. We've even lost the desire to replace ourselves. What do you mean, lost the desire to replace ourselves? Again, the population for the United States is only going up with time. Uh, uh, he just, God, I wish he would just say white people. And it doesn't get any more end times for a civilization when people refuse to have children. They're not, people aren't refusing to have children. People in all developed societies are having less and less children because their societies are getting developed. This isn't just happening in white countries, by the way. This is all, guys, the black uh, uh, population in America is being subject to the exact same uh, stressors that reduce uh, uh, the population growth as white people in America. In Japan? Well, Japan is a developed country. Japan's also non-white. And this guy's saying our people. This guy's a uh, fucking race-obsessed dipshit. He's not saying our people to refer to Japanese uh, populations. China will have a population decrease in the next 50 years. Yeah, this will eventually happen to every country on Earth. Our country is just developed first. But given the fact that we now have tools that were absolutely unavailable to previous generations, uh -oh. if dialogue, if dialogue can take place, and that's a big if, maybe we can avert the crash of modern civilization. What dialogue? Many Why are you so vague? Holy fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. These videos are so deliberately fucking vague. Key thinkers and intellectuals see upon our horizon. And this will require a paradigm shift in thinking because masculinity isn't toxic. It's the yin to- No, nobody, nobody has said, nobody talks about how masculinity is inherently taught. Nobody says that. Jesus Christ. You could like you could walk up to this guy and say like, "Hey, some dudes are rapists," and he would be like, <sighs> "Men are not inherently rapists. They don't like you could do like anything with these guys. They're so desperate to feel oppressed. They'll interpret like literally fucking anything." Do femininity's yang, and what the real toxicity in our culture is is the culture and gender wars promulgated by the real toxic ideologies that oh. have been allowed to spread over the past several decades. Oh. And these ideas, similar to Maoism and communism. What? Similar to Maoism and communism. The, you know what I bet that is? I bet one time he read a feminist quote from Mao. So he thought like, yeah, dude, feminism is like Maoism. What, what is it? Women hold up one half of the sky. He's like, yes, this is like Maoism need to be put on the dustbin of history Ooh. or we could just keep going in the same direction we're on and see where this mess this mess that we've created for ourselves leads us because that's extraordinary this guy with the whole video without making a single argument or even an attempt at a causational claim because in the end it's our choice that's amazing he went the whole video without ever making a, 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 an actual claim.
Everyone talks about lack of masculinity in the West, but what about lack of femininity? Sure, women may look feminine, but they have the attitude of a frat boy. Big turnoff. I'm sure all the women of America are mourning your uh, abstinence from the dating process. Of all the men playing Shadow Legends? True! That's fucking true. Uh, anything else here that's super liked? Doesn't help porn is literally draining the testosterone of men. Ooh, that's funny. They're like, ooh, porn is draining men's testosterone, but Coomer fucking BPS uh, began the video by just putting like a model here to stare at the camera and I fuck you. Ooh. It's interesting because society is more sexualized than ever. That's true. I'm an older guy who's been in a position to date younger women. They complain constantly about the lack of masculinity in younger men, but they're oblivious about how they're insisting on it. Okay. What? Don't you think younger women who would be looking for older men might not be the average... Uh, might not be an average representation of what women are interested in. Like, if you're 50 and, like, a bunch of 18-year-olds are fawning over you, of course those 18-year-olds are going to have daddy issues who probably do think that the average man these days is less masculine uh, than what they're looking for. No, young men are having less sex. Remember the 80-20 rule? Dude, again, sorry. These positions are completely incompatible. You can't simultaneously believe society is denigrating masculinity, but also think that chads are, are hypersexually successful. You can't, these are completely incompatible positions. You can't believe both of them. You can't say, society is demonizing men. They're demonizing masculinity. They're saying masculinity is toxic. But then also, the chads, the chads, they get all the jobs. They get all the pussy, the chads. Like, you can't, you can't do both. You can't believe both of these things. They're, not, they're completely incompatible. Either society worships masculinity or it denigrates it. If you think it denigrates it, then the incel chad theory should be completely wrong. And all the incels who are on the fucking online forums talking about how they're all beta males with no chins should be getting all the pussy. But they're not, are they? Uh, earlier you said you talk about why the fact we're all having less sex is bad. Why is that? Dude, because people are fucking lonely now. People are lonely and sad, especially men. Ab absolutely especially men. If you're a woman, stop watching. Uh, men especially are having harder and harder fimes, uh, times finding emotional connections. So there is a real problem uh, in our society with men not understanding what they're supposed to be, especially when it comes to dating. Um, they, they don't understand. They don't know. Because on one hand, they're being taught all the boomer mantras about how they need to man up and be super hyper fucking aggressive and masculine. And the girl comes up to you and the girl's like, can you hold my purse? and you're supposed to slap the purse out of her hand and then kiss her, you know? Like, you're getting that narrative on one hand, but then on the other hand, you're getting people saying, like, you should be respectful to woman, you know? There are people, too. And I do generally uh, sympathize with the latter narrative. I do think women are people. Uh, Vosh, what is the solution? The solution is, 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 uh, 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 is dialectical in nature. We have to resolve the contradictions between our current understanding of the gender paradigm and what we want those understandings to represent. Uh, right now, ideally, most people who are young agree that men and women should be equal and probably should have freedom to choose which gender roles they want to fill, how you want to live your life, stop being super fucking shamed or persecuted for behaving a certain way. But on the other hand, there are a lot of people in our society who think men should behave X and women should behave Y. And the problem is very often a man with position A will interact with a woman with position B. It's not all a men's thing. There are tons of women out there who are catty, dumbfuck bitches who are only looking for like a guy to provide for them. 
Um, and that hurts them as much as it hurts the guys. Have you ever seen like a bunch of women in Twitter threads uh, who are talking about how like they don't even really like having sex with men or how they actually aren't that attracted to men? You know, have you seen people talk about that? It's actually really depressing. It's like, damn, do you girls even like men or do you just like the wallets? Do you, or would you rather be lesbian or like what's the, it's really, really weird. And it is a big mess, and we don't have any easy solutions for it right now, frankly. The best thing that we can do, um, the best thing that we can do right now is to set goals for the future, uh, probably in my mind, that'd be egalitarian goals, and then to continue working towards them and make life as easy as possible for people who are caught in the transition. This happens any time we have a change in like a broader social narrative about how men and women should interact. We did the same fucking thing in the 60s, and for the most part, people have moved on since then, you know? So yeah, let's, that's what we need to do. And if Black Pigeon Speaks actually gave a fuck about lonely guys, he would actually make videos on self-help. He would make videos about what they can do. They he would make videos on helping people understand the way they are and the way they should be. But he doesn't make videos like that. He makes videos trying to appeal to doomer incels who are on the brink of killing themselves so he can make a last couple bucks of ad revenue off of them before they inevitably go off to drive a truck into a fucking BLM rally or something. Um... Yeah, he doesn't do that. There's no market for self-help or actual advice in incel communities because they're not looking for it. They're looking for justifications for the way they are and the way they feel. Um, which, you know, where the fuck did that come from? Wait, what? Where the fuck did the argument that hyper-lonely men who are being radicalized to fascism by an ethno-nationalist might turn to terrorist attacks? History? I'm not entirely sure what you mean. Um, factual information? Evidence? Data? One of those things. Um, yeah, uh, Black Pigeon Speaks doesn't give a fuck about any of these guys, and I know there are going to be conservatives molding in my YouTube comment section after I post this segment, saying like, he's just trying to, he's just trying to bring the light to these issues and you don't care about these men. That's not true. I every time I talk about these issues, I care very deeply about it. I know how it affects people. I've had friends and I have friends who are really, really sad and lonely, and there's a lot of antagonism there, uh, between them and society, between them and the people they want to date, between them and the people who are telling them they're not doing it all the right way. Um, so it bothers me when people, you know, sort of push themselves as false prophets, kind of, who uh, make a living off of, uh, you know, propagating these narratives of keeping these people in the dirt, uh, rather than actually helping them understand and address these issues. Uh, there's no easy way out, but like, fuck me, dude. Watching BPS videos where he talks about how n new males are the re... This video implicitly condemns the incel community as well, by the way, because he's arguing that the reason why there's this big civilizational shift is because men have lower testosterone. But then he's saying that the Hikikomoris and the incels and the MGTOWs over here in America are also pulling away from society, which kind of implies the reason they're doing that is because their testosterone is too low for them to actually court any women. It's like, well, wait, 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 like, fuck, you know? Um, it's like, what, what are we doing, you know? <laughs> At the at this point, like, what are, are we offering advice, or are we just here to point and laugh? Um, I don't think the testosterone levels are that indicative of what like a man's um, you know, dating prowess is. Um, through high school and onward, I've never really had trouble like finding people to hook up with. I don't know what my testosterone level is. I'm a pretty large and like hairy dude. It might be high, but it, it varies tremendously. And I know there are a lot of dudes out there who are super short and hairless and femme looking who are themselves like pretty fucking successful in hooking up with other people. I just don't think there's a direct relationship between this like hyper masculinity and your ability to be successful when flirting with other people. I think a lot of it just comes down to functionally being confident and uh, being comfortable with yourself, you know?
Uh, remember when my coworker said that she could smell your testosterone in you? Yeah, that was sexual harassment, okay? We're, we, I, your lucky statute of limitations and crossing state lines has already taken place. Um, the, um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Anyway, yeah, it's just, we, we can do better with this than Doomer and Cell bullshit. 